The events, characters, and entities depicted on this podcast are fictitious. Any similarity to actual persons living or dead, or to actual entities, is purely coincidental. If you're seeking to be offended, this is a good choice. And if you're easily offended, please throw away this listening apparatus right now. Okay, bye. So what I'm trying to say is I don't understand what women are, I'm sorry to say, whinging about this imbalance, unbalance, whatever you guys are calling it. The reality is, in the workplace, we talk about balance. We have corporate training on the topic of balance. We have balance sheets, but there is no gender balance. What does that even mean? Hello, Dad. Hello, Mom. Welcome to the Frisk Aid Show. Oh, what are you doing here? Habibi, entertaining the nation, mate. I'm the best RJ in the world. And you know me. Uh, sorry but to have to cut it short. We're expecting Rusty for the Hangout, Hangout podcast. That's coming up Habibi. next. Habibi. Habibi. Um... One, I'm not your Habibi, and two, uh, you really gotta get out. Okay, um, okay. Where's your accent from? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's hot. I hate that shit. Am I on? Now I feel tired. I don't want to do. Hey guys, that's the one, right? <coughs> hey guys. <laughs> that was the correct one, though. Hey guys, you can hear laughter in the background. That's because we are back. <laughs> Welcome to the Hangout with Rishti. I'm sitting here with producer Bob and Zareen Khan. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's and now I'm going to hand it over to her to give a little introduction just so you know what's coming up on the show. Okay. Um, so I'm Zareen. I am um, the founder of Woman to Woman, which is abbreviated online. And you can find me at W2W Events. Um, it's primarily an event management and PR firm. Uh, we work closely with artisans, mostly because I'm an artist, a painter to be exact. And uh, we've been in business for close to 10 years and must be doing something right. So do look us up. <laughs> now, where's your accent from? <laughs> how is this? Let's keep it short. Where, where, how has this come okay. about? Okay, so. I like it. Just, just really? for the record. Oh, hell yes. Thank you. Anyway, go on. Um, so I grew up in Saudi Arabia. Okay. Okay. That's it. Done. That show's over, guys. <laughs> how is and that even a thing? Yeah, it's okay. just a big thing. So, so how so long did you spend in Saudi? I spent ah, my ah, growing... I'm breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> my growing pain years. Um, I was around seven and I left when I was 15. Okay. A chunk. Yeah, a chunk of it. Okay. And our schooling was done in Manarat. And their policy at that point was that all teachers would be American. Oh, so okay. each one of us oh, in right. that class sounded american before we went to america or anywhere Jeez. else yeah and we all sound like this so like the whole classroom of S- kids so, uh, so past oh sorry go on what year this um this was in the 90s dude oh. uh, so yeah. international schools in saudi it's pretty normal yeah i mean and they were very specific so mm. they did not have other cultures teaching they only they actually flew down the teachers and we, they were contracted to teach the, the grades and everybody. And, you know, they were very influenced. And I was there when the Gulf War happened and the American troops came in. Um, CNN was set up and mm-hmm. a lot of things. There was a huge, huge influence of uh, United States. W- w- and past 15, where did you end up? 
Um, I did some of my schooling and my university in the U.S. And then I came back to Dubai. Okay. And then back and forth, I visit Canada because my sister and brother live there. So, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's talk. Initially, it was supposed to be a women's business setup, um, you know, fraternity where we kind of get together and we, we facilitate other business owners that are female. Yeah. Because a lot of times they were not taken seriously. Yeah. And there were these organizations all around UAE where I had gone in, but they thought I was white on the phone. Awesome. Um, yeah. They're like, you're not white. <laughs> where are you from? And I'm like, not from where you think, you know. So it was a lot of discrimination. Mm. And it was constant. And they want to talk about nail polish and handbags at a business networking. So I was like, what the hell? So you, you, but you set up these business networking events? Yes. So now I've been doing that for 10 years. That's one of the things that we do and it's pro bono. But wait, but so let's just <laughs> go back to the part where everyone's asking about nail polish. Uh, so they come for a meeting. <laughs> these women, these so, But they're coming women. for a kitty party. They're yeah, coming to chill. so there's this misconception that... For women, it's a lot harder to just get to the point. Okay. Naturally, we want to be considerate. And they think that, okay. I think um, it's like an innate behavior where when we want to ask you something yeah. serious, yeah. we'll talk about everything else oh, yeah. to get you comfortable. Yeah. And then direct the bomb, right, yeah. when you're comfortable. Yeah. Um, so same thing with the business networking events. Even if they wanted information that was, let's say, about your finances. Yeah. They thought it was too rude to ask you directly. Mm. So they'll be like, oh, where'd you get your manicure done? Ew, did you go to the nail bar? And yeah. I'll be like, what? What has that got to Why do? Is this, yeah. You know, I'm like, I've got 15 minutes because <laughs> I'm always on a time. Yeah. You know? Um, and I think going to these often, I understood that a lot of people just will never get to the point. Mm. So I set down rules when people came in. Awesome. And gave them like literally 10 minutes. Perfect. And I put down, this is what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't see any problem with that. Yeah, and that, it just became easier. So yeah. we, we literally set up and for the past 10 years, we've facilitated more than 50 setups okay. in the region. We've helped people like literally start and form a company and coordinate and facilitate. And So uh, why are you doing this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep it simple. I don't need to uh, fluff it up. But why uh, now? Why wouldn't you just help everyone set up businesses? Let me put it that way. Why, why women? Oh, it was very much because I found a lot of issues when I was setting up compared to my male friends. What, what did you try and set up? Oh, an events company. Okay. And they were like, oh my God, are you sure? You know, there's a lot of doubt yeah. um, that people kind of implant in you. Yeah. Uh, but when a, a guy says the same thing, they'll be like, how much do you need? <laughs> So I'm like, okay. Yeah. There's a difference in how you approach a man setting up a business and a woman, especially in the Desi community. I'm think yeah. I'm talking about the subcontinent. That's fine. Good. So um, subcontinent or even like Sri Lankan community or the Bangladeshi community, all of us Sark. get... <laughs> Sark. We have this ethnic biases hmm. that are very cultural. Yeah. Um, and... Because I was facing so much of it mm. and I needed, at that point, I needed someone to do what I was, I'm doing right now for yep. people. And I work a lot with um, male companies too. Mm. It's not that I just, yeah. I discriminate, but of course there's a lot of preference to young women who want to start up or a lot of moms who had babies yep. or people who've got divorced. Mm. There's a bunch of people who got divorced mm. and they don't know what they're doing in life because they thought that was Mr. Right. 
And, and life was set. It was set. Yeah, a, a famous uh, Asian saying, "Life is set." Life is set. Are you settled? <laughs> Are you get married? Because life, life will be set. set. Yeah. Now, like, no. So yeah, there were a bunch of things, you know, that um, play the part of why I set up, and then it grew into events, art, um, exhibitions, and PR. Um, and most recently, I think PR has taken the forefront of a lot of things because I help people mold their brands into what you want to communicate. Because sometimes you know what you like and you love. Yeah. But what do you want people to see? Yeah. And how do you want them to perceive you? Mm. That's important. Yeah. Because that is where your your hobby will go into a business, and that yeah. business will thrive. Enough yeah. of surviving, you know. You need to thrive. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> Being a comedian in the Middle East, yeah, it's survival tough. is uh, anyone can survive, but you don't want to. Um, in five years, doing doing something for five years, you don't want to just pay one month's electricity bill. <laughs> You'd like to pay, you know, a chunk of your rent or preferably all of it. Yeah, um, yeah, man. You should think about like not booking comedians. I don't know how it works for. Comedians I manage. I manage a lot of individuals. Oh, okay. So I I kind of sit down and I work on their um, profiling. So we're gonna do that later. <laughs> well, yeah. Mike, so yeah, we'll do that later. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. we should. That's what I'm saying. Like. Talk to me about what you want. Yeah, when I figure it out, probably. I think only when you start asking those questions, it'll, it'll come to you. Yeah. It'll come to you. Um, so let's stick with you, woman to woman, <laughs> or in Arabic, tra- loosely <laughs> translated, woman on woman. What's You're welcome, what listeners in, in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> what? what is it in Arabic? How do you say it? Uh, I don't even know. I just looked at him like he was so shocked with the name choice. And he's like, why do you want this one? I said, because I dreamt about it. I woke up and I knew. There was <laughs> if I said that, I would be arrested immediately. No, I got See? away. I was Sexism smiling away. Sexism 101. <laughs> Gender biases. It exists. It does, dude. I've, I've seen it. I, I told you like a couple of minutes ago, uh, Bob, Arzu was on stage. When she was done with her set, she came, uh, she was, her back was facing the stage and she was like, that was horrible, wasn't it? Or whatever, we were having an, a conversation about it. And I said, nah, it's fine. And then they started talking about her body on stage. Who started talking? The hosts. I'm not going to tell you who the host was because that's not important. <laughs> but are you serious? Was it like derogatory stuff that they were it saying? It was, uh, let's say if derogatory is negative and praising someone is positive it was slightly in the negative connotation where dude you can't there's nothing to say in a public place about a woman's body that would make her go thank you that was yeah. nice there's i mean very little options even in a close circle whatever you want to call it locker room talk it might happen yeah and I don't know, man. If you're one-on-one with the girl and you want to say, yeah, you, you have an awesome body, I don't think she'd be like, ew. She can be like, excuse me, I don't like that. Or, yes, <laughs> you are correct. But he's saying it into a mic in a public place in front of like a hundred people. That's so stupid. No, what, yes. what should have happened was the audience should have uh, Boot him off. No, but you're the saying audi- should have. No, the audience should have responded, but that doesn't happen here. Yes, sorry. Uh, that's what I was that getting at. Happen. Where it it's two things. I, it doesn't happen. Unawareness. It's Unawareness, just like yeah. I don't even know that that's wrong. It's funny because her body is ABC. I don't even remember what they said, but I was just like, you can't do that. <laughs> like, just be funny, dude. <laughs> yeah. You're on stage. You have a mic. There's an audience. Just be funny. Why are you talking about the previous acts? So, uh, and anyway, 
we, we yeah, got so sidetracked. <laughs> do you think that peop like people treat, um, I know the answer, but let's just <laughs> sure, <laughs> throw it out there. I could get it wrong. So, for example, like a female comedian comes on stage yep. and she performs horribly. Okay. And a male comedian comes on stage and he performs horribly. Okay. Do you think that people are more likely to be nicer to the women on stage? Or is it equally, no. they get equal booze? Uh, equal booze, sometimes more. Oh my God, really? Yes. Yeah. And is it because majority ever, of the audience is men? Not really. Uh, men don't, uh, this, okay, this is an episode. So obviously <laughs> she hasn't been listening to the hangout. Uh, no, I sat down with a female comedian and her name's Arzu. And we were having a debate of who's worse, men or women? to the same gender like are women bad to women or men bad to women and mm -hmm. does that make sense or did yeah, I, I understand what you're saying so yeah i was saying men i'm not a fan of men <laughs> she, and she's like women are worse and the back and forth went on and then we even had a chat yesterday and she was saying there was a woman who came up to her and said i don't think women are funny but best of luck to you <laughs> no man has ever said that to me. No woman has ever said that to me. No one has ever said that to me. Where no, no, I agree I with Arzu. Yeah, because I deal with women a lot, yeah. and women are very harsh critics of yeah. other women. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and vocal too. And vocal too. I because I've seen guys. Uh, so the three comedians were standing in circle. I was at the end of the circle. I was the worst. Mm -hmm. So the <laughs> the nice. guy humble, shakes right? his hand. The first guy he shakes his hand. Good job. Then he mm -hmm. grabs the second guy, shakes his hand. He looks at me. He smiles, <laughs> and he hits me on the shoulder and says, "Nice try." <laughs> it's <laughs> just like it wasn't that bad. I was like, "You're right." It was, it was pretty bad, but you know, okay. it was still, he never said, "Wow, you're bad for a guy who's five four or brown or whatever." He didn't say anything to me like gender or race or caste or. So getting back, <laughs> getting back to woman to woman, um, uh, in Arabic, uh, woman to woman, mm -hmm. when did it start out again? When, when inception, year um, of inception? When we actually were hit by recession in 2008. 2008. That and is when I kind of said, hey, let's start a company. Exactly. Why? Because most people would be like, let's hide all our shit and stay safe <laughs> until things get better. Yeah. Instead, you're like, let's get out and let's help people. Because everyone was in a bad situation. Mm. Um, there were a lot of people that were unsure, especially when you're in a place like this region. Yeah. Uh, so much of your livelihood depends on your visa status. Yeah. And from the very start, I've, my mind always works in like if you're somewhere in a bad place, mm. let's look at a solution. Okay. You know, I can't marinate, you know, so I pretty much a little, my approach is different. So when I started doing that, I attracted a lot of people to, you know, it's like a clan. Yeah, tribe. <laughs> yeah, and it just, there was a lot of positive energy um, that, yeah, go for it. You should mm. do this because I think this is going to benefit so many other people. Were these men, women, family? Um, it wasn't family, unfortunately, um, except my mom. She likes everything I, d I <laughs> work on. <laughs> She's quite nice. Um, but um, it was mostly people that I had worked with in the past okay. or had come across mm -hmm. and they sort of believed that if I had my mind set on something, I was going to make it, it happen. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it was that past experience that they've had. So I did get a bunch of people supporting me that I had no idea existed. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So we started off with um, like on my opening night. I remember when I first announced it, we had around like 22 people show up mm. and um this was, was at your first networking yeah, event, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, like 22. 
And then as of now, we're close to like 15,000 network. So not what? bad, no? How? What? 15,000? <laughs> That's not even math. <laughs> what? And How it's you like, f- it's a lot of people that we work with. So it's not just women here. We work with women abroad. I manage talent that's um, based, let's say, even in Oman, Bahrain, Jordan, mm. Ras al-Khaimah, anywhere. Wow. And they want to do stuff with their life. They, they get in touch with us. They want to start a company to get in touch with us. We're like a directory and we, we hook, hook you up, literally. Okay. So if you're looking to get something done, and a lot of it is um, the initial deal that I had with people who, mm. were, who I was helping, and I wasn't charging anything. So I said, the only thing I will expect is if I need help for someone else, yep. you have to just give that service for free. Yeah. And that's been literally how it works. How it works. You know, th- the life we lead at the moment, a lot of it, 50% of it is not in real time, it's online. And we're constantly uh, comparing. So oh. there is like, you open, even if I, like I literally put a timer on on my phone when I get onto Facebook or on Insta because I have to update stuff for the company. And it, it, the minute the alarm goes off, I have to get off it. <laughs> it's like escaping from the matrix. Yeah, because you get in and you start seeing a wedding photo and you go, oh my God, what is she wearing? And then it goes, <laughs> on, oh my God, you know, what is they're driving? Oh my God, uh, they're vacationing. So it's, even if as a person who's content, you start doubting like, what have I done in life that, you know, mm. has, so you kind of just keep questioning and bringing things up that are not really, they're not going to help you um, grow as a human being. I'd rather people get more, excited about hey i want to like save the planet you know (laughs) i want to like not let that tree get cut down because you had to make a building so those are the things that it'd be nice uh, if they became popular again it's it's so weird that you said this because my facebook on my laptop i blocked it like two months ago the feed (laughs) so every time i open up facebook it just says mama's receiver and it's blank and i'm like why (laughs) i'm like what happened to everyone (laughs) where are the parties where are the events and then someone sent me a message for one of the shows they're like hey man you didn't share the event like you know Uh and i'm like dude i don't see it on facebook (laughs) it's empty (laughs) and then i go into the top right corner and it was the pop-up blocker and then not pop-up whatever the facebook feed blocker I unblocked it, dude. I was like gonna vomit. <laughs> there was <laughs> didn't so we, much didn't we talk information. about this Social Facebook media? thing with somebody. Oh, it leads to yeah, it leads oh to anxiety. Cousin. Anxiety. Then you can't sleep. Then you can't function. Then you're forced to be happy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's a pressure. There's it, a it truly. Lead, it all leads to that. It plays in your mind. Um, so I think you have to choose wisely what you do with your time, right? Like I yeah. quit my job when I was. Um, I have a degree in design and interiors and I worked a year and I remember like driving down after talking to one of my clients <laughs> and I couldn't sing to my car radio <laughs> that's bad oh, like, okay. I can sing that's to my car radio no matter what oh, even I if know. I don't know their lyrics yeah, I'll yeah, make yeah. it up yep. but I'll sing to it yeah and I remember not not being able to sing to it and I'm like this is this is not good this the next day bad. I resigned and then I spent the whole day in the wow. beach because I couldn't come home because I had to explain myself. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to come up with what am I going to say. Yeah. And that's what I said. I came home and I said, I just couldn't sing to my songs. And my mom and dad thought I was losing my mind. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what does that have to do with your job? <laughs> You're singing in the I car. Mean, Buy a better car. <laughs> I think they're just taking away my my life energy. You know, they're sucking it out of me. Um, they're vampires, energy yeah. vampires. Yeah. Anyway, when you're at work, you're going to get drained. Yeah. I mean, as long as you're set, okay, I'm going to work today fresh. 
I'm going to come back home smashed or pissed <laughs> off or annoyed. But that shouldn't stop you from doing everything else. That's oh, why that's, you need a hobby. That's something me and Bob, not disagree on, but we have a different view. Because uh-huh. you're talking about energy vampires. He doesn't feel that. Okay. He's too... Uh, he's too like you badass b- warrior cool. me I could just come home from my old accountancy job and just sleep for like two days because mm-hmm. I just don't want to do sleep. anything yeah this guy can't I can't sleep okay. I have to do I have to do something I have to learn something or do something mm-hmm. I did accountancy I collected my salary and I'll sleep for three days because I am sad that's <laughs> what used to happen so energy vampire totally yeah. connect but then there are different people on the planet everyone has their way he's right? not Yeah. Living his dream job right now, but he comes back and he just fires on all cylinders. If it helps. Yeah. I guess that's the way it is. Me not. It's it's t- can't. So if people have something like that, I think it would benefit them. Yeah. But not many people do. He, like Rusty, he's got his comedy thing. So he's mm-hmm. got but that, there's that whole time gap. Yeah. What do you do from your job to the time of the gig? <sighs> so as long <laughs> You I have, have no idea. You have to find yeah. something to do. It's yeah. Hard to find something to do. It's not easy. No. But it, you have to find something to do. That's Otherwise, true. you're going to be miserable. And I know. Who wants to be miserable? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, I'm <laughs> fully aware yeah. of this. I think we're just, we're, we're, we're agreeing. I have a thing with Bub. I always tell him we end up agreeing on everything and mm-hmm. it goes, it's pointless. Because yeah. we don't need the mics to be on to agree on something. Yeah. Mm. Um, which is true. But anyway, you know, speaking is speaking. It's fine. So, from not being able to <laughs> sing along to the radio, telling your parents, spending the day at the beach, mm-hmm. it still doesn't make sense to me and maybe it's just me. Mm-hmm. Why woman to woman? Why help people? I don't even care about the gender. Right. Why do you have to help people set up businesses or set up networking events or anything? Why? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I think there are too many people doing things that are so easy to explain. Okay. And um, that are in the barometer of, okay, this is what you should be doing. Um, oh, yeah. Don't have an events company. Have a grocery yeah. store <laughs> or yeah. a cafeteria. Because I remember when I first said, I think events is what I should set up. And my dad said, it's probably going to take up most of your time. It's most exhausting. And it's pays the least. Yeah. What's the point? Mm. And I'm like, because suc- I don't really rate success with how much money. I rate success with how many people I affect around okay. the way. So it's, it's every person, every individual has a way, right? I don't expect everyone to understand and mm. agree on it, but I get excited every morning waking up, you okay. know? Yeah, that's the like, most important thing. I get excited It's like, okay, this is what I'm going to be doing today. And, you know, I have like this full day of agendas that I want to complete and I want to make a difference. For me, I sleep easy then, you know? So they're, yeah, just different. Hey, you must have completed 10 years then, right? Yeah, this year. Oh my goodness, congratulations. <laughs> Dude, a business owner, 10 years. And, it's, and you know, every year people put money that I'm going to shut down. <laughs> are <laughs> these you are, serious? These are, oh yeah. Can yeah. I bet against that? Is this like you, a big short? <laughs> I can bet against them and oh, make money. Oh, give her a year, you know. Give her another year. Who It's are these people? <laughs> okay, no, they're people <laughs> having a laugh uh, You mentioned pro bono earlier. Yes. Is that this job? Well, w- this company itself. This company? Is it this company? A lot of, yeah, a lot of the work that we do, like especially for entrepreneurs, there's no charge. Um, if you're a freelancer, for example, as well, and you want to come in and get contacts, you want to come for the events, 
I never charge even a Durham for my events. They're all sponsored. Um, oh. And the places that I use are women-owned venues that need footfall. Oh, okay. So it just works for both parties. So, uh, I get that you want to help people, but if you can't sustain the yeah. company, how, how does huh. that work? So basically, we do a lot of... Um, I handle a lot of accounts, so I am a PR agent as oh, well. Okay. Um, I work on brands. I work with multinationals as well, and I handle their brands. So that is my commercial side of it, where I can literally communicate what the brand cannot. Um, I have writing skills, so I work with the media as well quite a bit. Um, oh, so there is an income. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, it's very Ten difficult. Years. <laughs> yeah. Ten years. Mm. And events as well, where we support artisans. So we were one of the first companies to start off uh, group art shows where, because um, galleries were only working with artists that were international or local, mm. like meaning Emiratis, rather than, um, you know, expats. expats. Um, so when we first started that, Gulf News did an article on us, which was one of the pioneers of starting something like this. And now we have close to like, 30 different companies that are doing this. So there's so much more opportunities that we've opened up since then. We've talked to venues, we've talked to galleries, we've talked to hotels. Um, even like I work with the heritage houses that you need to start giving space, which is cost effective to artists because they can't really, otherwise they'll stop creating. Mm. So yeah, so we do go ahead and you know, shout out and make some cracks in the yeah. system. Is it yeah. is it like a, a a standard business model of no. sorts or not at all? Right? Then I no. don't want to get into it because no, that's your USP. Yeah, so. the first year um, I had a partner, and um, it was very um, it was more like workshops, seminars, and um, uh, networking events and corporate. But I'm an artist. <laughs> I'm an artist. <laughs> yeah. I'm an artist. So I, I mean, of course, I went along with it yeah. for a few years, yeah. and then you know, luckily, you know, she kind of said, "I'm done. I have too many things to do, and I want to like leave the company." Blessing. I in know, disguise, cause, in disguise. yeah, because I've never fired anyone in my life. Oh, okay. Like ever, alhamdulillah. So <laughs> I didn't. Employees even want to <laughs> of woman to woman. <laughs> they stay forever. <laughs> they stay forever. Just gonna not just, show up to work. And be I like, changed their job. I changed job descriptions. <laughs> like oh, no, I kind of go like semi sneaky. <laughs> no, no, I kind of have to understand what they're good at. You're not a cleaner now. You're a sweeper. <laughs> yes. Congratulations. <laughs> no, I'm just but joking. I just always work. <laughs> So when she left, I kind of, yeah, it was the bomb. I got to work with so many, you know, malls as well. That was another big um, no-no for a lot of artists mm -hmm. that we don't want to display in a mall because it's it's an ego thing, you mm, know? Of course. Because we're not really, I'm like, but you're retailing, you're selling. Yeah. If you're not selling, fine, I understand, be in a museum. Yeah. But if you're retailing, you're selling, yeah. you want to be where people carry money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And their ATM machines. <laughs> yeah, it's close by. <laughs> and honest to God, it's it's one of the most um, successful commercially uh, to exhibit in a mall because people just buy, you know, yeah. art. So. They're there for a reason. <laughs> the mall, you don't go to the mall to, you know, yeah. walk. So we've worked with, yeah, pretty much all the malls here. So yeah, stories with all of them. But yeah. It's the things, yeah, you just learn. It's constant learning. I'm mm. still learning, still trying to understand the market. And it's, it's so ever-changing here because 
you know, you, you're talking to somebody and then they're fired the next day. <laughs> I, lo- I love how she said, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, dude, a, this that's is a topic that has come up so much because people always talk about comedy and it's the same thing in retail or any sort of business. See, you've built a network yeah. and then everyone's like, bye, I gotta go yeah. like, for whatever reason. Like yeah. I've sold yeah. my land, I've made a million dollars, you know, whatever. I've lost my job, I gotta go. And you're like, I invested like three years in you <laughs> and you're just leaving me and they're like, dude, I don't live here anymore. So yeah, so I, the emails it. change. So it's constant. Ooh. It's constant. And um, I've seen like the shifts have been so immense sometimes that you kind of can't work with those. Like I've worked with the place for five years, but they literally fired everybody and hired a lot of people that weren't even from here to mm. manage a venue. And they're now about to shut down. But I had gone in as as a supplier, as an outside third party and said, you know, don't do that because it makes no sense. Yeah. Just because they're white skin doesn't make them know any better. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. they, they barely are from here. This place needs somebody who's at least lived here for a while and understands. Yeah, that's what they talk about. GCC experience, UAE experience, Saudi experience. It's actually, it is actually a thing. It's not it, a made It counts up. because here you you have to be um equipped to work with people who don't understand what time means yeah like literally yeah, yeah I you know, know you, you say 10 o'clock and you have people like at 11 showing up and thinking that there's nothing it's wrong totally yeah. fine yeah. yeah so and then you have people who are very stringent on certain levels and not flexible and then there are people who are completely flexible then you have to write everything down yeah. <laughs> because yeah. you're not sure if they're going to remember what they just said yeah. at the meeting so it's it's a constant um yeah, as I said, constant learning and also the understanding of the human dynamics. I think we become like really well equipped mm. to to at least communicate yeah. um, with the circumstances over here that's created in our workplace that you're dealing with all these nationalities and these backgrounds. So that's a plus point for sure, you know. <laughs> topic i don't even know what this segment is called we just talk about something so what we're going to talk about is the hype between entrepreneurship (laughs) the hype between entrepreneurship reality versus instagram (laughs) that's so bad (laughs) i don't know that's it's reality versus instagram trying harder because there's such a gap between okay. the two and uh bob and me we're not I'm, I'm a gorilla entrepreneur like i'll buy stuff from you know china and sell it on the streets <laughs> and stuff i'm not even joking i do that shit for for real i do that uh-huh. uh so yeah i dude i bought like toys uh-huh. from malaysia carried it in my suitcase and i sold it here for like triple the price that's what i mean by gorilla you uh-huh. can't find like i'm basically a drug dealer of you know non-drugs basically okay. yeah exactly toys <laughs> it's toys uh so you're talking about reality and Instagram. There's a big difference. So go on. Tell me about it. Um, <laughs> I think I have an issue because I, I interview um, clients before we take them on. And there is a, like um, a misconception of what it is to be an entrepreneur. Um, they, they can see the cars and the women. Sometimes talking about men too. And the, the way they're going to be partying everywhere and their brand and what they're going to be wearing and it seems like a very um unreal picture of what entrepreneurship really is um and a lot of entrepreneurs do that they put up only the stuff that they want you to see um sometimes they don't even own the stuff that they're endorsing those are provided by brands so that they you know so-called influencers 
Um, so there is this gap in the way we perceive success. And I always go back and my first question is that, what would you do with your time uh, without expecting any Durham out of it? If you can tell me that your work will involve that as well, then you can go for it. Because a lot of times, the first couple of years, people are, might not want to pay you because they don't know the value that they're going to receive. There's nothing to show for it. So what is that, that one thing that you can do without expecting money out of it? And if it conflicts, <laughs> then don't take it up because money is not going to come easily. It just doesn't. Unless, of course, you know, you're talking about illegal stuff. That's different. That's totally but different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and d does this hinder people's uh, uh, decision making? Like, do they, do they actually think or are they like, nah, nah, the car and the chicks are waiting for me and, you know, See, I got go. I believe that the decision depends. There are two main factors when you're deciding. First factor is that you have this vision. For entrepreneurs, there's a vision always. Mm. They, there's a picture in the head yeah. that they can't really sleep unless they see that happening. Second thing is money, right? So a lot of times I find um, maybe a spouse, um, a partner, or someone just saying, hey, I have this much of money. Here, it's yours. Do what you want. Mm. And that's when you have people coming in with unrealistic mm. because they, they, did, they don't have the vision, but they've got the money. money yeah. And it, it only works if you got both going. Yeah, no. And sometimes just a vision will take you. Yeah. You know, money is secondary. I always say mm -hmm. the first thing is the vision. Have a very clear picture of what you want to do with your time. Time is value. It's, it's not just about time is not money, it's value. You're never getting that back. What you create out of it, what you produce out of it, that is, has to have meaning. It has to have longevity. And it has to be you know, giving you more than just what money can. It has to give you satisfaction hmm. that you've left a mark or there is, um, you know, like I believe everybody wants to leave something behind, you know, it's, it's like this innate human nature. Um, maybe because I'm an artist or I, I paint, you know, a lot of things that I produce might never um, go to the homes I want them to go to, but hmm. they'll outlive me. Yeah. Like you look at Van Gogh's work. You know, he never sold a single piece when he was alive. Mm. And he's the highest selling artist at the moment. So <laughs> those kind of because things, he's, just dead. he's long no, gone. But that's, yeah, but not because he's dead. It's just appreciated more now. Yeah, that's people it. just, sometimes you're not going to be understood in your generation. Yeah. You know, you're always going to stand out and your ideas will always be something that people will make fun of and not be able to relate to, and that's okay. And I think when you have such um, um, historical facts to look back, mm -hmm. like a lot of people, and I, you know, I'm like being humble about it, but a lot of geniuses were mistaken to be crazy people in their time, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's okay. Yes. But having a vision is important, and, and not just going by social media, because there's no, there's no body that's actually, um, what I always tell people between media because a lot of media houses have shut down this year mm -hmm. radio stations have shut down newspapers are shutting down not many people are advertising on that anymore and they used to you know run on advertisements and everyone's flowing flocking towards social media mm. but unless and until we have a governing body yeah that checks and there's a check and balance of what's put on there there's no credibility still to social media you know you could put anything and make mm -hmm. it news right 
So that's the same thing with the picture that is painted about entrepreneurship. Mm. You know, you don't get to see the time when they had to, they didn't have enough money to buy food. Mm. They they could only afford like, uh, I don't know, McDonald's. That's expensive. <laughs> I don't, <get> expensive, <laughs> right. I don't like I would consider McDonald's Zareen food. doesn't know what it's like to be hungry yeah. and poor. I'll, I'll let you know. You Bob, know, let's talk about being poor for two opening, minutes. Opening one of the... You know the canned meat. God, that's oh, yeah. poverty. Okay, canned meat. <laughs> no, I mean the no. line. The line. It says, "Finish it within a week." Yeah. Because you opened it. It's right. in a can. Yeah. But I've kept it for two weeks. Yeah. A long time ago. This was a long time ago when I didn't have much. Yeah. So I had bread. Uh huh. Bread and this meat. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's wait what a that's second. Like. Wait a second. You still eat that shit till date. I still eat that. That's fine. You but just that's like that's, this. That's habit. Yeah. That's like I'm fine right now. Still eating that shit. I I do eat it because I don't have the time. Dude, like sausages. We sausages. buy them in bulk. Oh my that's god. That's what we used to sausages do. Buy them in bulk and eggs. Oh god. <laughs> the easiest to make. As long as there's oh. food in the body. Dal. As long as there's energy <laughs> to work. Dal with sauce. But <laughs> can't even eat that. But I love dal. So. I can't eat but dal. Dal, you have to prepare. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't need work. to prepare. Uh. Just get some butter and jam <laughs> and two <Dal>. wheat fish. <laughs> Canned tuna, oh. the best. So I have enough of energy to function for a day. <laughs> now, I have a friend. He's writing a book. This is his third book, and he's an entrepreneur. And a chapter is on ramen noodles for the oh, entrepreneurs. There we go. <laughs> See, I'm not even sense. kidding. He he literally talks about it. Um, I think there's a ramen noodles cookbook, by the way. I'll probably <laughs> what send is you a link. Ramen noodles? Yeah. It's like Maggi noodles, but oh. of a different brand. It's like, it's like yes, a different brand. Yeah, is it the States one you pour hot water in? That's it. it. Same thing. Instant noodles. Instant Coca noodles, noodles dude. Coca so, noodles. Uh, Coca noodles. Same thing. Okay. And he talks about that. You know, he How lived on that for months yeah. because he couldn't afford to eat out or have groceries or. You know, like basic necessities weren't there, and he's like, "No one's Instagramming that." <laughs> <laughs> that's not pretty. Yeah, no that's one wants. That's not pretty. Yeah, that's yeah. not pretty. Yeah, it's when you pretty. don't have place to live and you're like sharing with people, or you, you know, you're out in the limb and you're not. You know, there are a lot of things that people don't understand when you're going on your own. Hmm. Literally, I think that is one of the things that people mistake. Um, you know, th- th- there's a joy in saying, "I don't have a boss." Yeah. But honest to God, like most people need a boss. They need that leash to be tugged. Uh, in, like, you know. Imagine you're you have to be your own critic. Yeah. You got to be your own boss. You got to be your biggest fan, and you got to be your friend. Yeah. Um. Because when when you're there, you're you're doing everything, um. And you got to schedule. You have to be disciplined. Mm. If you're not disciplined, there's no way you're lasting. Yeah. You know, you got to wake up before. Like I get to an event before any of my employees do. I leave the last, not because I have to, but because I got to be the role model that they aspire to become. I want them to grow. I want them to be like, I want my have my own company someday, but they need to see what kind of work goes into it. I don't want to just show up. I really want to be there, you know, in the moment. Enjoy that, that hard work. Grit. Yeah, I love it. So, so how's that going? Do, do you see people see you doing these things? Because that sounds like hard work. That's like that sounds like something somebody who's coming back from their day job would not do. Yes, no, when they take it as a job, but as their day huh? job, right? Yeah. Yeah. It is their day job. Yeah. Okay, so they're they're their own person. Mm-hmm. The question is, are they willing? Because that's a sacrifice, right? It's it's a lot of um, 
my question is do you see people do you see the difference do you see the change in people it's a good question see but then i've always been what a are the psychotic. results for your hard work i think what are the results okay um let's phrase it <laughs> <laughs> to your convenience <laughs> Yeah. So no, let me try to answer what you're saying. Yeah. I sometimes what I've learned uh. when if you'd asked me this like my first year, um I was so excited um to be able to inspire and to to show them people the way, you know, all of that. What I've learned is the only thing you can change is yourself. Mm. And people are people. You cannot expect. I think it's very disappointing sometimes to expect the same kind of energy, the same kind of passion and the same kind of um work ethics. Um not everyone's got that. Like I have people working with me who are like maybe 10 years younger than me but cannot move like with the same speed. I'm talking about physically as well, forget about mentally and all of the other things, but even physically are so lethargic because they're they've just doing this because they have to. When you have to change that mindset. You should do what you want to, not what you have to. you know mm. uh, and it's a risk worth taking so if i see that in someone who's working with me or even parallelly with me i actually sit them down and say you know you need to take care of yourself cuz if you're doing something just for just going with the flow it's going to eat you up cuz everyone's made or meant to do something with their lives that is meaningful and if you're not finding meaning in this then you should change you know i'm there to support you Um let's look at other options. What do you used to enjoy before people told you otherwise? So yeah, so I I sit down and I have like dialogues rather than just assuming things which earlier used to just like upset me mm. when uh, <laughs> so, so do you see people is there a difference? Big that? difference. Okay. Um especially when you do when you acknowledge people's emotions. Um you need to acknowledge and you validate what they've got to say everyone's g- have something to offer right um and no you just have to work harder <laughs> <laughs> that's all people were telling us i'm i'm i don't no. i hope i'm yeah. not speaking for bub that's they just no. do just keep quiet work hard you'll get paid and I mean, you know see you next month like <laughs> like a true story i had someone who joined me because there was a there was my job description said a requirement for marketing and she joined and god bless her so she started working and she hated marketing <laughs> and i could see it like instantly but i wanted to, i wanted to give her a chance and it just kept w- getting worse and worse <laughs> and i spoke to her and this was like 6 years ago and i remember like sitting her down and i said you know do you really like what you do you know she's like yeah i love it i'm like no honestly no, seriously, yeah. like honestly like you know cuz i i kind of give you things that are in that description but do you actually enjoy it do you look forward to it and she's like i hate it <laughs> I said good. Honesty is good. So what do you enjoy? What would you want to rather do with your time? Should I want to be a photographer? I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly that's what my rea- reaction was. It I was just so like, say anything. It was so random, right? And then I said, "You know what? You'll you're going to do f- let's do that. Let's change it up a little bit. I'm going to find somebody else to do what you're doing. Till then, you start taking pictures and you become a photographer. I'm going to train you." I'm going to see people who can train you. And we've got like photographer that work with us and I said, you know, this kid needs help, blah blah. She went on and started working with Vogue Arabia as a photographer. Damn. So, and she's still working with me. So, yeah, things hmm. 
so it happens like you your parents don't believe in you <laughs> sometimes and they're like go do that you yeah. know it's a job but you got to listen to people and and sometimes they know what they want to do they just don't have the courage to take the decision on their own or no one has ever asked them that's, that's another, another thing. important yeah, yeah. No one has so ever, they've never said it out loud so that's i the, i think that that ability to be able to do that for somebody it's it's worth it it's incredible you know um yeah so i'm happy to be able to like shake people up a little bit when they're with me <laughs> do you remember ask. how we got here <laughs> what was the statement that we were discussing <laughs> do you remember <laughs> tell me no do, me. You, do you guys remember <laughs> the hype behind entrepreneurship <laughs> that's <laughs> what instagram yeah. reality was no but she started off with uh, hmm. people's conceptions about how it works uh, i don't think you're on instagram enough to see the amount of garbage on there no i i do see the but, but no but wait I, let me just keep it short in the yeah. sense yeah. cuz do social media influences influence anyone to do anything cuz i feel really bad for humanity if they are okay there's two ways of looking at it okay okay um one is i think that let's talk about the positive side of it first <laughs> always serene with the positives <laughs> like quickly i'll be very quick with that um so um let's start with the positive part about social media um in general i think what it does is it gives you reach to people that you never thought you'd have reach to okay okay one of the positive stories that came out of this region is if you ever look at the hoda and mona katan story okay they they have launched uh, a brand called hoda beauty and this year forbes has them on as i think number 37 they're the they're higher than beyonce on the list and they're the only arab women on the list and they their net worth is more than a couple of billion dollars that we're talking about they started off as bloggers and um beauty bloggers at that point they were the only ones and it just grew and grew into like millions of followers and that grew and translated into them having reach to these people and influence and they used it in a very business uh manner um they started producing their eyelashes first which you know how you have those eyelashes like camels yeah so a lot of women have that um so that's <laughs> was very profitable and <laughs> then they got into cosmetics and now they're doing perfumes as well that's a success story mm. you look at them they've used social media and they've actually created an empire out of it can i just one qu- quick question do they call themselves social media influencers not anymore exactly i i don't re- i don't recall them anyway go on ha huh, but it's good to know their history yeah um i actually went to see them when they were talking at the sharja entrepreneur forum mm-hmm. um and wha- they're brilliant so the mind is working mm-hmm. you know it's it's not just the the features mm. but you know some it's it's very hard to say that but you know beauty wor- and brains it's a difficult combo it's and it's a dangerous combo when it's effective combo. and which yeah. they've proven so so it's brilliant and coming from this region yeah. there are very few success stories in that range mm. where you have women entrepreneurs going that far and breaking like Beyonce's record as well you know that's pretty cool and then you have influencers and a lot of them don't know what they're doing with their time and they're posting and they just want freebies. Mm. And I see that too because I work as a PR agent. I sometimes do not invite a lot of them because they don't have anything substantial to talk about. Um on th- yeah, even words like 
they, they, they Even don't words? Yeah, because they have s- they just <laughs> No, no, I know I know what you mean, but that's like they don't you have could anything just get to a talk. dog. No, they <laughs> you could just get a dog. They don't and put have anything to talk about because they don't have the words. They don't <laughs> have the words. <laughs> anyway, go on. Go on. Like it's, the right words. I was expecting they don't you have to the right say words. They don't <laughs> talk for long. You're like words. Words. That's makes sentences. No. Sentences. <laughs> Yeah, and when someone is coming, when you're inviting somebody over, like a media, you expect them to be articulate. You expect them to create a narrative about the yeah. brand or the person or yeah. the product. And if all they can do is take good photographs, you'd rather call them that, you know? Yeah. I, I believe there is going to be a shift, hopefully soon. Um, and we would have some more regulations. Uh, when you say shift, you mean in quality or that it'll be separate fo- no, photographs and words? No, <laughs> like, for example, you know, at the moment, it's, it's, it's hyped up to a point where everyone, oh, yeah. everyone wants to just come in. When companies stop giving out freebies and companies mm. actually sit down and... Um, and measure realize, the value. Measure, start measuring the value of it. Then, a lot of them will give that up. Mm. So there'll be less. When there are less people doing that, the quality would increase. Would increase, yeah. And competition just naturally. Yeah. And I don't mean competition in a. I'm going to undercut you in a healthy way. Like, yeah. what is the benchmark for ABC? And you know, we need yeah. to. We need to have a lot of. At the moment, online, as I said, there is not enough um, education or awareness of how to you know regulate things mm. which we're getting at i think um hopefully soon um uh, don't I know about that social media influencers dude they just piss uh, me off. this i feel bad it might sound like an ignorant question because there are no questions I don't, ignorant i don't pay attention to a social media influencer mm-hmm. you mentioned beauty yes whatever the mm-hmm. beauty, beauty products mm-hmm. beauty blogger okay mm-hmm. what else is there as a social media influencer beneficial i'll tell you what's beneficial about for example painting okay there a social influencer who is a painter there are some they're more popular bob ross oh bob ross technically he's a social media influencer it's a lot of there are a lot of um artists and painters and musicians that uh, they're not in forbes (laughs) but see the thing is i'll tell you something interesting is i don't see this is my personal take on it i don't see that the number of followers that you have doesn't define the talent that you have period so a lot of the artists they sell a lot because they're so popular they have amazing instagram accounts they have people manipulating yes. hashtags they have people <laughs> bumping up yeah. you know boosting the boosting yeah. and all of that and then there are artists real artists which are just incredible people and shy people don't have an insta account i go to their houses and their studios and their work is by far better than a lot of the influencers, art influencers that I see online. So I, I gauge differently. You know, I don't really go by what the social media says because I'm in the industry. I understand how it works. So you gotta have to give credit to people who are working hard on social media. I don't want to take away. It is work. At the end of the day, they are working and building their brand. The beauty bloggers, for example, can tell you how to change your face. Yeah, literally. Like with all the kind of contours, you can't even recognize people. Like they send me a picture of themselves. I have to call them sometimes because I can't recognize <laughs> what I saw online to what it is offline. They're so d- different, um, you know. And is it fair? You know, I com- I completely agree with you with when which you say pretenses. the people that work super hard don't mm-hmm. get noticed. Mm-hmm. That's basically it. The guys who do the dirty work, the guys who sit down and work hard. I mean, guys and girls, not yeah. just guys. Uh-huh. And it's these, because so-and-so is popular, they have many followers. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? 
It's never going to be fair. Yeah. So <laughs> what can be done for those people that don't have many followers who are not social media influencers to get that recognition? Okay. One of the things that I, you know, constantly do is I talk to a lot of colleges, universities, um, um, and forums that I can find where I can speak. And I tell them to reach out to communities because artists and creative people have a tendency of being loners. Mm. They like to create in their cave um, mm. and they don't really want people's influence. They really don't, but they need it. At the, <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, if you're creating something, even a book, like right now I'm working on one, you want people to read it. Given yeah. that you don't really want everyone's opinion, you still want pe- eyeballs, right? What they need is help to get the book to people. Correct. Because, like you mentioned, they're in their cave. I know this because so I'm one of introverted. You know? Yes, I understand. So I need the two of you to help me get Correct. my music out. You know, that's, that's Yes. That's the so point. they need to get on with agents. They need to yeah. work with people that are going to support them. They need to find their comfort level with that person or that company which does that you know for them so they need to find different artist communities that are doing that in the region Uh, apart from me there are many others as well that are working closely with artists they have their work online they guide them on how to market it they work with private buyers Um, depending i structure the social media i usually do a cleanup Um, Mm -hmm. it's almost like you go back and you delete a lot of stuff that's not relevant anymore um, and then you create the persona we co- and, you know, coming up with words. <laughs> yeah. People have a lot of difficulty coming up with words, especially when it comes to themselves. So it's a process. And we, we do try to help as much as we can, you know. Um, but it's, it's work that you, you should be willing to also be open to. Yeah. 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 So I never have to, I never like to convince anyone. They should come convinced to me. Mm. And then it's a lot easier to to go into everything in detail and help basically just help them show people what they can do yeah yeah <laughs> enough about social media influencers thank I you now did you, they did you get your answer about yeah 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 because um, uh, the whole point was mm-hmm. uh, this goes out like to everyone that works hard that's true like put in hours mm-hmm. of their of their day doing something that they love yeah. but nobody sees anything there's because there are people who are more popular than them simply because they show their ass on a big video and get 58 <laughs> no, million views also let me put it this way dude these people if they don't get out of their cave yes you're never going to do anything anyway Mm-mm. you have to step out you have to there's Magic no happens, way you yeah. can't just look at 58 no, no, million that's views exa- that's what I was asking uh, Zareen if since they're afraid mm-hmm. to step out by themselves, how do people like her help them? I usually go to their places. I help oh, them you, down. You don't go if to I've their heard, places. yeah, yeah. If I see someone's work and someone's posted it and I really like it and they're not exhibiting, I track them down, which I've done for a few artists, and I found out where they work from. I drive down, actually meet them in person to see all their work, and then I work like that's completely that's what I want to do yeah, because okay. I see it. I see the talent. But I also have to, by mistake, see it somewhere or hear about mm. it for me to go and approach. So they have to get out. They got to get out. Or they have to tell someone to tell you t- or put yeah, it somewhere. Yeah, reach out. But, but they will be motivated because there's somebody there that's yeah. willing to Yeah, and you know, help. I'm one of the few people, like, if you message me on Instagram, I actually message back. Mm. 
I do, I always do. I like maybe not the same day, but I'll go through my messages as long as it's not a love note. I don't need those, but you know, in a nice way, it's okay. Woman but on woman. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> guys. <laughs> woman on woman. She's busy, <laughs> is what I'm saying. But if someone's like, you know, can you see my work and what do you think of it? I'm always up for that, you know? That's, that's the coolest part. Okay, cool. So, another topic to talk about or a question. This is actually has a question mark, so I'm mm-hmm. correct in this. Yeah. Why does feminism get a bad rap? That's yeah. what the question is. I don't... You know what? Tell me about it. <laughs> no, as I would like to ask you. Yeah, yeah, yeah please. You That's know, even better. As a man, would you define feminism? What's your definition of it? When you oh, hear the word? Comedian, the, oh, no, but the thing is, yeah, as a comedian, I know we all swear a lot and we're pretty filthy people on stage but i know what feminism is it's just fighting for equal rights mm-hmm. advocacy of equal rights between the sexes now my now what has happened over time and this is to do with social media and you know the year we are in it's moving too fast in my opinion and this could be horribly wrong you can correct me you're the perfect uh, amongst the perfect people to correct me um i feel like it's moving too fast and women and men more women actually don't know exactly what they're doing this is just joining this herd of maybe mm-hmm. the front line is super educated and they know what they want and mm-hmm. what they're doing mm-hmm. and the rest are just jumping onto this bandwagon and just screaming things that they don't know mm. what it would curtail what the result is mm-hmm. um but yeah equal rights between genders and you can dig in deeper and you can you know ask me expose me for no, no, I the illiterate man that i am now no just, no nothing yeah, like that i just i just feel like along the way it's almost like if you want to put someone down you call them a feminist i've seen almost. a lot of men yeah, yeah a lot of men do that oh don't be a feminist as yeah. it's like almost like a bad a word bad thing, yeah and that bothers me not the fact that okay there are because th- in each gender we have different kinds of people mm-hmm. right Um, a lot of people representing the feminist movement, maybe right now, are not the best of the lot. Yes. However, they're there. They have a voice. And as a you know, democracy, they, they have every right to voice their opinion. Yep. But we cannot, like, I think we have to come to a point where we have to understand that the reason why the whole movement had started was not is just... The, uh, sorry to interrupt. Is there a specific moment in time where it really picked up? I'm... According to history, I believe it's probably around the 1960s. Okay, cool. So, but And it was more of a Western yes, uh, uh, to movement. Yes, to vote and to yeah. uh, work. Yeah, because we could always vote in, yeah. in, in the Muslim countries, yeah. right? From That the was, beginning. It's yeah. like foundation, so, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> literally it came later to the Westerners. Yeah. Um, and for them, those were like rights that they had to fight, fight for. for. Yeah. Um, and even till today, you know, the, a lot of time people roll their eyes when I bring it up. Yeah. Um, they go, oh, God, don't, you know, Just bring up, it, this don't bring this yeah. up. It's like overdone. Mm. Women still in a lot of places don't have a right to a lot of things that they should, yeah. you know, especially like, like at the moment, there's a huge controversy or let's say a lot of political issue between the Trump administration and abortion rights. Mm-hmm. That is something that is a woman's body and she has still no right. And the government that deciding on the regulations are 
made of old men yeah i've seen the board so, <laughs> as, a, as a meme <laughs> yeah um so there are still things that are very bothersome mm. about and this is i'm still saying like to a very developed country mm. um forget about india and pakistan like, and the rest you know they wouldn't even be able to converse in english <laughs> have this debate in english not only that but i believe like even now uh, we were just a recent thing i happened okay like we were in jordan it was three of us three friends we had gone in three women three three women it just i just want to <laughs> paint the picture for the listeners so there were three women in jordan and we literally went to sort of decompress we all have our businesses mm. each one of us is a business owner so it took us a year to plan this together oh, wow. yeah. for our schedules we get there and we start getting cat calls every five minutes and i not i'm not even kidding like cars stop and start honking and do Oh, no. oh wait okay. oh, I think we're back on okay right? yeah um so cars are honking cars are honking so initially we thought okay maybe we dropped something <laughs> or you know there is something wrong yeah. and we asked is everything okay do we are we on the wrong side of the road and then they would just ask what's, what's your, your number? number and we're like whoa <laughs> <laughs> like this is 2018 <laughs> yeah, yeah. and we were surprised um and it continued to escalate so much so that on the last uh, destination we literally chose a hotel that we could not get out of we didn't want to get out of it because we had people stopping and trying to get us into their cars and oh God. and and it, it that's what i'm saying so in a way it's it's like you feel so objectified it's nice and flattering for the first five minutes yeah. but after that you feel unsafe you feel objectified and and then you start seeing what they're seeing and you're like it's not you, they don't know you they don't yeah. treating you as a human being yeah. and it's quite degrading and this is just a few blocks away from here so we're like oh my god we should go thank jordanian men in dubai that they keep <laughs> <laughs> they themselves. keep it together they keep it together <laughs> they control themselves they control themselves um but it was a harsh reality and and it was so recent and i actually wrote a script about it yeah so uh, we're producing a short film. Hey, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So because But, <laughs> is that to do with feminism? I think feminism no. has to like for example if a man was walking down the street. Yeah. He wouldn't not be honked at. He yeah. wouldn't be like taken No, but that's not how women are wired and that could be due to the lack of awareness. Mm -hmm. Not it's, and it's not about feminism. It's just about men. It's like cavemen still exist. That's the Cave thing. Women don't exist in that, you know, per Respect, se. Yeah. yeah. But imagine like you have different rules. Yeah. Because of your gender. Like we yeah. couldn't get out. Like literally, you know, your mom used to say don't get out after the sunset. Yeah. Over there I made up that rule for the girls. <laughs> I said we we're not going to go anywhere that we're going to get, you know. Possibly cat called or yeah, attention or, to ourselves. Or attention yeah. and I just I didn't feel safe so we were very careful with who our driver was and where we were, you know, and to think about all these things. Mm. It's it's hard. We need mm. to we need to be at a place at this point where we all should feel safe mm. regardless of our gender. You know what I mean? But and when you don't, you know there's an issue. There is a miseducation. There is a way that kids are being raised still mm. that it's okay to go and hit on women that you don't know. It's okay to catcall, it's okay to honk. And this is it's not okay. It's um it's, it's quite disrespectful, you know, to be treated um so <sighs> You know, like an object like an object in, and you're constantly short, thinking an like Ugh, what are they thinking ew i i don't think it's going to be enough <laughs> like even no uh, 
it's it's not something that can be changed with education it's uh, and i could i hope i'm wrong that's a horrible thing to say what i mean is it'll only change with time cuz there are these people who are you're not going to change their minds yeah not, yeah there's I mean, a lot of things it's not about not possible but i hope they are aware that they're doing something wrong that's mm-hmm. the because currently in certain parts of the world just like you mentioned in some continent in asia they don't even think it's wrong they don't like, like you're supposed normal. to take a brother out even if he's 6 years old yeah and you're like in your 20s yeah but the 6 year old if he's with you you'll be safer yeah so <laughs> and you're like What? why are we training these men <laughs> yeah. from a very early on age that they need to protect the women mm. you know why can't we treat teach them that they have to respect all women regardless mm. if they're not your sister or your mom or mm. anyone of your cousins but any other women is not you know you know yeah it's not uh, suddenly the rules don't they don't know, change yeah. and that is the the thing that we need as a society to change so for me feminism holds a lot of other values you know it's not just about so describe a feminist to me now when i say to me because like we said the word feminist mm-hmm. is negative right now in yeah. 2018 as of today because i think the assumption the quick assumption is that they're man haters yes right that's yes. Some, the first thing that pops up like they're going they're going to uh, swing at the guy in the room and and most of them are gay as well and you know a lot of other things that they just mm-hmm. don't like the opposite it's not true yeah. um there's a lot of respect you know it's almost like putting someone down because they have a problem with racial discrimination mm. you know they don't go and hate white people mm. they just think they're not getting their end of the bargain yeah <laughs> that they deserve so can you describe a, for me w- like an optimum uh, <laughs> functioning feminist yeah i'm i'm making it sound super logical a optimum functioning feminist what should they do and what should they more certainly not do okay there is then this is going to be a personal description of sure. what and this is something that i'd like to follow mm-hmm. is is to treat a man and a woman equally and to be non-judgmental just because of their gender or their sexual preferences or because of the choices that they make um and also to speak out when i see something that is not right uh, at least when it comes to equality and sometimes i would do that even for men not just for women folk just because i represent the clan yeah um and to be less aggressive in my approach and more understanding i think when we do something uh with courage and with kindness and also to keep in mind that everyone has something good that they want to offer and they just don't know better so when you come with that approach rather than an aggressive approach i think it makes a difference because people are more opening are more open to hearing words of kindness than actually you yelling at them the tone of everything has to change we've got to be a little bit more calmer and softer in our approach and be more feminine i think i celebrate being a woman um being a feminist doesn't mean you have to become like a man to to address men when you say be more feminine what does that mean what does that curtail you know you can still wear your dresses and you can still have your hair long and you can still wear your jewelry and still be taken seriously mm-hmm. a lot of women that i see is like they change their persona you know um to to fit in and sometimes to be taken seriously they start becoming you know a little bit less feminine they mm. they don't want to enjoy the beauty of being a woman and and that's such a crime you know cuz as a woman that's you know you're just beautiful you have to enjoy that as well you enjoy your body a lot of women cover that up too much too to to be taken seriously 
having said that, <laughs> that doesn't mean you put your goods out there. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> I was good you said that because I'm sure people are thinking that. Oh, okay, this is feminism. I no, like no, it. No, 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 no. Um, I have a, I have a, a weird theory, and you guys can uh, openly discuss this. So, everyone is not fond of taxi drivers. Yeah. So every time why. you see a taxi driver, <laughs> and I, I mean this as a passenger and a driver. So every time a taxi driver cuts me off, I hate taxi drivers. Hmm. Doesn't matter what color the car is. <laughs> so taxi drivers are bad people, mm-hmm. in my, like irritating people to mm-hmm. me. So now when I see a taxi driver, I'm in my car and the taxi is like five cars away. I'm like. I hate that guy Mm-mm. already. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what's happened to men today where she's saying approach softer, mm. have yeah. a conversation. Now they see me, I don't know, making my mom carry bags. They'll be like, oh, look at him. <laughs> he doesn't care about women. <laughs> so this soft approach is not coming anytime <laughs> soon. And a lot of guys are going to get caught off guard and they're going to be lynched physically psychologically you know in a bunch of ways and that's not my problem with feminism but that's the problem with the bandwagon approach Mm-mm. where there are too many women even guys even guys are getting on and they have no idea what they're talking about yeah but that's what she's saying the aggressive approach because the second you're aggressive you yeah, would become defensive all yeah. i'm saying and is you would be like you shut oh, down no. exactly you, you shut so down they're you know? What happens is there is a lack of cooperation. Yeah, yeah. We and are taxi drivers. <laughs> yeah. Men are so, going to be taxi drivers And that's drivers what she was saying time. about understanding. Yeah. If you approach the person. The, that's what I was saying earlier. Choose your words yeah. wisely. Yeah. You know, like you were saying, your mom's carrying the bags. Yeah. Maybe for a split second, she's carrying she's the bags. holding it. No, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. You could be going to collect that's another set of yes. bags. Yeah. Heavier okay. bags. So... Did I you hear would be that like, women? oh, look <laughs> at this guy. He's making his mom carry the bags. Yeah. Maybe there are more bags to be carried yeah. and there are only two people. Yeah. So Everything you're no. saying is fine. What I'm saying is that's not going to come. That's yeah, people are just so aggressively throwing things out that they think is right at, or that they think is the narrative of what feminism stands for. In my family, for example, feminism is that everyone picks up their own bags. Mm. You know, uh, we have one brother who's younger than both me and my sister. My sister is a counselor, psychologist. And we pick up our own bags. When he picks up our bags, we take it the wrong way. <laughs> like what? You don't think we got it going on? Like what the hell? You know, I could do more sit-ups than you. <laughs> like it, it be- it so you start doing random things. The bags are still in the parking it's lot like, and you're like doing push-up competitions. Oh yeah, I used to arm wrestle with him and he was a teenager. <laughs> like, seriously. So it's, it's, everyone has what's a different... The, you're, are you the eldest? I'm the eldest. So what's the age gap between... So it's you, you, your sister and your brother. Yeah, so and my sister and me are a year apart. So okay. we're like twins. And, and then, then brother was like eight years later. Okay. Oh, yeah. Hold oh, on. But is... <laughs> Is yep. his intention? Oh, I'm gonna carry these bags because these are these are women. They can't. Is that his intention? No. Or did he just? Oh, there are bags like I want to pick it up. Yeah. He always had a very exactly. positive. So why wouldn't you think about it? That yeah, way? yeah. We 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 want to, but we yeah. want to make sure since she comes from a counseling background, I come from a very feminist background. So we've constantly told my brother that you know we're equal. Right now, he cooks everything. Like for his girlfriends, mm. um, he's like the ideal gentleman. For his girlfriends. Yeah. Well, whenever he's dating, you know, he's the one doing all the work, um, and it's quite nice. So he'll be like talking to us about recipes, and mm. 
So there is there is no gender roles that he follows yeah. in that sense. Yeah. Um, you know, he'll he'll just ideally want to give the person space as well, which we've kind of talked to him about that you know women need their space, they need to hang out with their friends. Same thing with men. So there are a lot of things. I think when you're older sibling, you become like a parent. No, that's why I said lucky yeah. him because he has two yeah. ladies who are elder to him and can be like, dude, that's stuff you see on TV. <laughs> certain things that if you go to Pakistan the first question i get asked is like baji why aren't you married, married? when you get married sarin <laughs> and you wouldn't even get married old. yeah yeah dinosaur <laughs> one of them called me like a dinosaur cuz she oh, couldn't she. count on her fingers how many years and she had <laughs> lost a hand so it was extra challenging <laughs> what but they would never ask that from a boy cousin of course not right it's not a concern they would ask him oh what's the next job what's the next business no but honestly we uh, oh, maybe that's the realm yeah yeah no dude i <laughs> yeah but i get that a lot oh, yeah? no yeah, get both of us and we literally like if i see bob getting <laughs> talked to by an aunt and this happened recently an aunt is talking to him in marriage i literally just ducked <laughs> I was like it's you my man. cousin just our, got out of the way <laughs> our cousin actually mentioned I'm taking one for the team yeah cuz I'm the oldest uh-huh. and everyone's directing their questions at me so yeah. they don't have to worry about the question. so they <laughs> you will like, get him, it then you then you <laughs> then you it's just a hit list and I was like none of this is happening you guys better you know yeah. figure it what about you any marriage plans on the cards I don't care you can say no It's I, not important. I'm just asking. What what are your <laughs> thoughts on marriage? I know we're s- kind of switching topics, but that's fine. Um, I want to hear it. Okay. So, marriage is a beautiful Oh com- god, with the positive <laughs> stuff. No, 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 no. One second. That's Let's just <laughs> fast forward into the future with for 5 minutes. The honest answer. <laughs> okay. When they were asking you about marriage, is it because you're a woman? Um cuz you also get asked yeah. about marriage right the only reason they're asking me is because of the one concern that your time is running out you're but, old but uh-huh. for a dude the time runs out a lot later than a than woman than a woman yes yeah. yes our expiry dates are a bit faster for yeah yeah so <laughs> are they saying it because of that okay because of your clock or are they asking you because you're a woman oh you're a woman and you need See, to get married See sometimes I don't know You need a nice guy nice man Yeah so that's the, that's my issue Yeah um with marriage I think I have one issue with marriage is that people sometimes feel that to be a complete human being you need to also bring in another human being in your life <laughs> So that is 100% my, that's a thing That's my biggest issue that's a thing. because I don't believe that for a second that just because you have someone coming in your own issues are going to be you know disappearing anytime soon diminishing even yeah. no so not at all so i see a lot of people jumping into relationships um sometimes two to three times marriages and it's the same thing they're depressed they don't know what they want their self esteem is low someone comes along makes them feel better they latch on but until until you work on who you are as a human being and as a person and your own self esteem and your own well being you have to be whole into getting into a relationship you shouldn't feel like you're half and someone needs to come in and complete you that's where my biggest issues are with marriage um or with any companionship or even friendships um because people sometimes get emmeshed and it's almost like Do you and the other person you don't know where one, one starts yeah. and one you know i need to 
as a as a person who's a bit different, I need to retain my individuality. And I only get attracted to people that are also individuals who have their own likes, dislikes, and they're not a complete carbon copy of who I am mm. or want me to mm. become a photocopy of who they are. And it's a healthy relationship that way where we can learn from each other, where we can grow as human beings and be better at whatever we're doing in life. It, 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 you need someone who's going to constantly go like, yeah, I believe in you, do it. And if it doesn't work, I'm there when you're going to cry about it, you know? And that basics, you know? Yeah. But when I get asked, I think one is that in our culture, people don't have boundaries. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. And my sister got married a lot younger and, you know, before. Ooh, that's So at the been. wedding, at the younger, wedding, there were women sibling. going like, oh my God, did something happen with the <laughs> older one? And my mom and dad kind of pre, we, well, they sort of were not sure if they should have my sister. But, and then they put a condition that I should get engaged at least till Shireen gets married. And I said, but that might not happen till 10, 20 years. And they thought it was funny. I was in my 20s. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, yeah, they're like, wrong? what? No. <laughs> I like, just give you a good timeline. <laughs> they're like, yeah, they're like, it's probably like a couple of years. I said, no, no, no. I have so much to do in life that requires me to become who I want to be. And then maybe then I'll involve someone else in my life. So luckily they did listen to me and they had the wedding. But even at the wedding, I remember women coming up to my mom and saying, what were you thinking? What are gonna people going to think? Um, you know, that if the older one is not engaged or married, they're going to think something is wrong with her, blah, blah, blah. And my mom just took it like, I don't know, the younger one found somebody. Yeah. So we got her Be married happy. off. It was no big deal. Um, and then later on, it translated into more like, frequently asked questions list so every time i do travel back home it goes mm. like oh you know are you going to meet somebody or <laughs> like did you meet anyone did you the meet last anybody week? yeah <laughs> Any updates? <laughs> or like there is this brother of someone and someone oh, he's doing this and this and their criteria for a boy is so simple he has a job. <laughs> and is that it? And I, I thought there was more. You said criteria. I swear. It yeah, starts with. She said criteria. That's the one isn't criteria. Isn't like, criteria I swear to God. It's like it's he has a job. Just say yes. What does he do? He <laughs> cleans windows. <laughs> no, no. It's not even that. I just go like. <laughs> Whoa, man. Nothing, nothing, nothing wrong with wrong cleaning windows. Nothing wrong with windows, that. But I'm just uh, saying. But I believe... I, <laughs> I don't think he wants to get married if he's cleaning windows. He's trying you know, to get to another you stage. You mentioned that. So, was, a video that popped up on my <laughs> Facebook feed was that... What's that guy? Steve, the guy talk show? Steve, Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Steve okay, yeah. so there was a woman... That was me. I shared it. No, no. It the was woman saying, I want to get married and I want to have kids. No. And why did my <laughs> uh, fiancé step back and leave yeah so he was saying okay maybe he got cold feet and this is exactly okay yeah. let's say cleaning windows uh-huh and there's this dude who's cleaning windows likes this girl but he is not in a position to to care for her with his, in his current predicament right right the money they raise a child send the child to school maybe they don't have that thing yeah ready. so you know like it would that would work with the, like so f- let's say in my p- in my situation um for me that's not that's not the deciding factor right i i'm okay on my own i'm <coughs> able to take care of myself i'm able to have a living all of that is fine so if that's the only thing the guy brings in no thank you 
Yeah. Mm. So for me, it has to be like, what does he believe in? What are his belief systems? What does he think of community service? What is his take on the political situation? So no, you know, there's a lot of other factors. Yeah, yeah. That's that because that's you. That I got to get engaged yeah. into his mind yeah. before I can do anything else. Yeah. So it, it it depends. So women's roles are changing. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. we no longer are looking. I mean, of course, there are many of us who are looking for just stability and um, a good home and someone who's earning. But a lot of women who are at my age bracket are probably doing something with their life, which is bringing them the money, but they require other things. You know, mm -hmm. they require support emotionally. They require mental stimulation and they require someone that they want to be with as a friend more than anything else. And to, to get that relationship status, it's, it's not easy because nowadays the relationship, how it, how it's defined has changed. So you think you're in a relationship, but apparently you're not. Yeah. Because that person's in other relationships at the same time. Yeah. So the whole online Wait, <laughs> yeah, realm no, that's of the thing, dude. Well, that's 2018. I'm, so I'm, okay. I'm with this girl and I'm messaging, I'm chatting with chicks like the whole uh, the whole day. And she's sitting next to me and I'm like, hey, like, Check in so someone what, are you else? Doing? Yeah, yeah. what are you doing in the night? Because she's leaving. So I'm free. Like, oh, yes, this no, guy no. was. I was. You know, I went on a date, and then after the date, he goes like, "So, how many people are you seeing?" Like, and you're was, like, right now there are four <laughs> people in the room. So then, <laughs> what? I literally I looked at him and I said, "I don't even read another book if I'm reading one." <laughs> so for me, it's one at a time or none. Yeah. And he didn't get it. And then I said, "Okay," because he was from the FMB background. Okay. So he was like, "Which book?" So then I said, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> so then I, I said, I don't like buffets. Okay. Oh, and he's like, <laughs> oh, and he's ah, like this I'm an a la carte. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an a la carte girl. Ooh, so then, a sassy line <laughs> to an F and B dude. Did he just leave? <laughs> no, it took another few days oh, okay. <laughs> for him to understand Realize. what you said. <laughs> no, for me to understand that it wasn't. I had to keep coming up with definitions of what I was trying to say. It's hard when speak you can't really can speak your mind, you know, to someone and like you're being sarcastic and they think it's funny. Like that's, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, then you go it. like, no, this can't last. You know what I mean? It happens. It happens. People. Sarcasm. <laughs> um, so we covered marriage. That was fun. Oh, God. Um, yeah, that was, you know. <laughs> so last topic, having spoken about that, <laughs> full circle, what's the definition of a relationship for millennials? Yeah, I need to understand that. Since oh, you okay. guys are younger, go ahead. Me? I'm just a couple of years younger. Anyway, it doesn't matter. What is the question? Um, what is the definition of relationship now? What is it? Yeah, I don't even think millennials. No, but I don't even think millennial is the keyword. It's what is a relationship right now? When you say relationship, what relationship? You mean a, a man and a woman or you mean a mom and a son? or A, yeah, a romantic relationship. Oh, there we go. Romantic relationship. What is romantic relationship? You can't Google that. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Point of reference, man. Point of reference. Don't. This is the You've problem. You've been out of the game for yeah, too man, long. Yeah, man. No, no. No. You can't We're gonna talk Google to you. it. Yeah. <laughs> if he's Googling. You will see a social media influence of love or some bullshit. Oh, my God. Like or some pictures will come up. You don't want to see right now. Why not? <laughs> I don't mind seeing pictures. Yeah, it's, the screen is only facing him. Um, I don't know. I haven't been in a lot of relationships. And you, just like you said, yeah. you want someone to be your friend and you want to be, uh, you want to speak your mind. I 
always do that mm-hmm. now i'm not saying that as soon as i meet you i'm like hey i'm a freak and you know i like this no <laughs> it's not like that i gauge it over time but i have a bad habit of not being able to uh, like i would never be able to be a good social media influencer why because i can't bullshit mm-hmm. so i can't sell a product that i don't like uh, if someone says hey you are abc I'll be like I am ABC. Yeah. I'm not I'm not going to be like So in this, this context when you say you can't be bullshit is yeah. that like the the couple pictures and stuff that you put up? No, in every uh, no, not even about the couple, don't even think about the couple. Yeah, the whole yourself. life that a couple takes over online which is sometimes That will ne- I will never do that. What is ever. that? Uh the couple goals. Click, yeah, couple goals. Hashtag Hashtag couple goals. <laughs> Yes. There's a high five going on. No, <laughs> we're just <laughs> I'm like, completely disconnected. <laughs> no, we're going to explain it to you. So, we'll you, have you ever seen a couple where you <coughs> click on a picture and they're like, you know, like ah, and it's like the and perfect so happy. picture. Oh, right. It's and it's like the sun postcard. is setting and there's a dog for yeah, some reason. They're called posers. And then they're like matching clothes. Matching clothes. Like posers, yeah. They're feeding each other and, and like that that cheek to cheek dinner with hubby. I, I don't know. I'm just <laughs> trying to recall from memory. That's a hashtag couple goals. Couple goals. Yeah. That'll never be. I will never ever 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 do that. If I do that, a demon has possessed me and come save me. Listeners. Well, <laughs> if you do <laughs> I would I would expect if you do that, it would be for you. Right? Why why is it on Facebook? Okay. Yeah, exactly. So like you do it with your partner. And you no, no, take the pictures. It's for okay. you. You have an album. That's no, no. That's yeah. okay. That's let's 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 talk about it like this. Let me be able to understand. Wait this. one second. I'm gonna start a clock. Cause okay, start it. No, we're in three minutes. Off. No, no, that's fine. I'm. F- it's in front of me now, so I know <laughs> w- what's happening. Cause we can keep going, and yeah, people no, no, are gonna no, no, be no. like, "No, that is wrong." <laughs> so. Um, like for example, when people put pictures up with a car they got, like you see all these pictures of guys in front of their cars or inside a car oh. and posing, and then you get that car. Okay. You want to take a picture and you want to put it up because you finally got that car. Okay. A lot of people treat other people like trophies, not like people. Hmm. So I see that often with guys who are not really even so in social media, but because they're dating someone so and so, it's com- It's almost like if I have her on my social media, it raise my profile. Mm-hmm. So let's do this. Let's take advantage of this as well. And it's constant. It's both ways. Women do that as well. Mm. Like here, I this is a horse I want. You know, let's put him on my social media feed. Yeah. feed. And it, it it's like they feed off each other, mm. you know, in, in their popularity. or So it could be different. That's what I'm saying. Like right now, the definition of why people get into a relationship and how they sustain it is completely confusing for a lot of older people. <laughs> Mm. Who, yeah. who 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 don't understand the mec- the 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 reasoning Mechanics. behind it, yeah. you know? Like sometimes I'll get approached by by men that I have no common friends with mm-hmm. or interests with. Okay. But they like, "Oh, but you're into events and media and okay. blah blah blah, and maybe you can get me on to this or do you get it's like a very it's almost like using yeah, yeah. that mm-hmm. to get into that and it's it's so intertwining that you want to be careful yeah of why someone wants to ask you out so mm. i kind of point black ask like why yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, I, why can't you why <laughs> can't you why can't you take a picture uh-huh a selfie and put it up on instagram yeah and then ask the question should i help this dude or not because <laughs> he no, wants to no, use no that's not nice. would that yeah. be cruel yes yes but isn't he being cruel towards you we no. don't know sometimes they're just yeah sometimes it's it's pure stupidity as well you using know? someone is yeah yeah no but he's not using her he's asking her 
He's asking. You can't put up someone's picture on and Instagram and you say, hey. Using, so. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes you don't know until you right. ask, right? So earlier I was very polite because it takes courage for guys to ask women out as it is. I think it's not easy. I've never asked anyone out. Oh my gosh. But I've had awesome oh, relationships. That's, no, that's fine. Really? Yeah, really awesome relationships. I have had relationships, but... So I'm the girls have asked you out? No. No. <laughs> just end and up it's going nice out. to be asked out let's just put it that way especially for a woman it's nice because it's it it takes a lot of courage for guys to ask you out and then you want to give them that you know leverage that they actually made an effort uh, but now i have to be very clear like why because you know i want to understand why you want to ask me out since we don't know each other from any circle you don't really know much about me mm. i don't really put out a lot on social media so unless you're my friend or someone who knows me you really don't know who I am as a person. So what is attracting you? So then I checked the answers out a little bit before, yeah, taking it to next to level. next level, yeah. Yeah, just because I've had experiences. It doesn't sound very logical to me. <laughs> Somebody who doesn't know you asking you out. I mean, that's how I think. It's a, it's it's a good... It's not logical. It's a good theory. Why would you say, yeah? <laughs> well, you know... <laughs> Yeah, let's go out. I don't know who you are. Nee, nee, sometimes what? what happens is, like, because of my, let's say, my situation, I work with so many people. It's constant. So they all have ideas about me, everybody. And they do talk. Everybody talks, right? I may not know the person, but they may, they have reference points mm. f- for so and so and so and so. I can't keep track sometimes. Um, so I always give them the benefit of the doubt. That he's actually a nice... You know, that's the first thing mm. I always look at people. Like, oh, there's something nice about that person. I should give him a chance. And it's an innate thing. I should learn from it. <laughs> <laughs> Which means there have been some questionable experiences. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord, yes. <laughs> okay, one story. No. The, the worst one. No names. The worst one. And you you pick and choose. You just have John. Because see, dude, we're... No, wait. <laughs> wait let me break it down. We're dudes. Uh, we, I, I, can, like I, the I don't, don't want to talk for Bob, but I'm not creepy. So, <laughs> no, all I'm saying is, like he said, it's not logical. It's Bravery, not log- delusion, there are maybe lack of medication. There are, this happens a lot. Yeah. Guys, yeah. dude, they hit up like, no, I know people, I mean, I, I know girls who are like, check, check this guy out. And it's like, confidence he's like from bihar dude he's not even in the country and he's messaging yeah yeah and the i I love you yeah paragraph first first line not even i love you they're paragraphs that come through yeah awesome i love you is like "Hmm, yeah maybe he knows me (laughs) maybe he's he's read my writing (laughs) this is possible your worst story that you're willing to share with listeners and i'm telling you the next time i have a lady on i'm gonna do the same thing now (laughs) it's so educational for me okay um the the nicest date I'll tell you that oh and then God. nicest <laughs> date starting with the positives you know no, what go for it go, no 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 let's ride this wave Maybe. I was doing a show um, an art show and this person wrote a note on one of my paintings and left it at the gallery mm-hmm. and the note was like I love this painting and it was it was a painting called the the scary L word the scary L word okay. okay. And it was about this guy, the painting. They had a, it was a woman and a man. The man was like lying down on the grass and the woman had her head on his chest. She had her eyes closed and he was like squinting, like looking somewhere else. And the idea was that the minute love comes into the picture, the guy's always looking to escape hmm, while nice. the girl is like, I love this totally person, relaxed. right? Yeah. 
So for someone to write a note on that painting, I was like, this is interesting. And he said, I want to buy it, which was a lie. Anyway, he left his number and I called. Mm. And then he's like, oh, you know, I, I love the painting, but can I take you out for coffee? And <laughs> I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> yeah. It was one of those. Yeah. Um, and that was okay. It wasn't so bad, you know. Um, we, didn't, we, we met for coffee. He was a nice guy, and I got to know him, and it was very cordial, hmm. and it didn't last. Uh, but it was a nice way of asking someone out. It wasn't so offbeat. Um, then there was a person that I was working um, I used to do a lot of phone calls. I was in marketing. So a lot of people used to call. And sometimes when my boss needed something done, he'd say, just make the call. And I would call and I'd be like, hello. <laughs> How's your day going? <laughs> and, and then he would get the meetings he needed. Yeah. You know, he, the person would always want to fix up a meeting and come over yeah. to the office. Uh, can I speak to the lady who... <laughs> <laughs> Called me, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it was one of those days when I was making those calls that I randomly called this person. And he was just like, okay, where, where exactly is your office again? And I'm like, it's Knowledge Village, blah, blah, blah. And then um, within like an hour, the person <laughs> showed up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I could hear, because I'm good with voices. I could hear him outside giving a different name. Oh. oh, his name was Steve, and then he used the name John outside of the reception to get to me, and I I just knew that you know it's this off. is the same person. Yeah. yeah, he's off, and he walked in and he's like, "Hi, are you Zareen?" I'm like, "Yeah, hi, Steve," and, and he's like, <laughs> you, wait, "What? Which name?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, he freaked out. Nice. Um, so he then asked me out, and he said, "Let me take you out." And we did. We went out for lunch, and then we did this dinner thing, which was um, interesting because he didn't drive at that point. Mm. So I picked him up, and oh, power move! Yeah, yeah, I picked him up. I had no no issues, you know, feminism. <laughs> no issues. Go feminism. So this Pick is what me I get. Funny. <laughs> I got a car. You don't. And he used to have a lot of dogs. Okay. There's there's some reason why I'm saying this. Okay. So I'm and I used to drive a Beetle. Okay. It's, I don't know if you've ever been in a Beetle. There's a yes. lot. There's very, it's a very compact yeah. little vehicle. Well, it's a half a circle. So. <laughs> <laughs> it literally is. And um, we were driving, and he was trying to say some jokes, you know. Uh, I know about <laughs> saying some jokes. jokes. I know. And I was just laughing because of the effort. <laughs> Steve, John, what what happened? Come man? buy a show. I was laughing. Teach you a couple of and then, um, Come and defend yourself. Do you remember that song by Goo Goo Dolls? Yeah. Iris. Iris. I know you're going to quote Iris. And man, he just started singing along to it. And I really liked the song, so I wanted him to stop. <laughs> So I then was like, oh, this is my favorite song, too. And he's like, and, la, 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 yeah. la. And, then, and then I saw his hand. Like, I was on the wheel. Okay. And his hand, like, went up into my hair. And, like, I'm like, okay, what is he going to do? Is there so, something in my listen. hair? <laughs> so I'm thinking, is there something in my head? Like, is he looking for something? He went in and he did this rubbing thing. Oh like, God. he started rubbing like you would do a dog. Like, oh. you pet. You would pet a dog, Gosh. and I'm like, yeah. And then the song lyrics sort of like were dying down, and something else was coming out. And he thought, you know, it was nice time to take his hand out, but my hair is frizzy and curly. Yeah. His hand got stuck <laughs> with a ring, 
And I was like sideways driving and I almost like had to stop the car. And that whole situation, I can never forget it. It was the funniest for me. It was the most embarrassing for him. And I'm like, what were you thinking? He's like, I don't know. It was, I'm like, that's a difficult place to put your hand <laughs> in and want to get, you know. But it was, it was okay. It wasn't so bad. The other ones that have been really bad have been like so bad. But that the question was, what was the worst? No, I, I was saying <laughs> w- that she was willing to share. Uh, that's yeah, disturbing enough yeah. Dude, for me. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, you almost have a car accident. So that was pretty bad. And but but I laughed about it. treated <laughs> <laughs> like <Yeah>. a dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was I'm like, like my dog y- likes this. <laughs> I know. I should try Let's this. See, yeah. so, you know, I really think he was trying to... Uh, uh, Experiment. Yeah. Yeah, just trying. Just just, just, just yeah, trying as a yeah. And you know, it's safer to be on that side of of the area. Rather than below the neck, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. Which I've had in other situations. So then I stopped driving. <laughs> <laughs> you, you reach the guy's ass and you're like, like sit in the I am you're not driving. Yeah, you're driving. You're driving the car. It's my car. I know. <laughs> I'm not driving. That's risky, yeah. And you have like this guard. <laughs> This kung fu pose <laughs> in case he tries something. What are you doing? Like you're already driving, so you're at a disadvantage. But at least his one hand is busy. <laughs> <laughs> when you have guy with two hands free, it's just a scary... Oh, my God. And your your hands are busy. So your hands are busy, so you can't defend yourself. And I'm, you know, like, I'm always using both. So. Yeah. Safety first. Yeah. yeah, you can't defend. Wow. And usually it's like, did, I, did he drop something? That's the first thing I always think. It's like, you know, I'm in like... Your <laughs> in your hair? In your hair? Drop something with your hair? No, no. I mean, like this is how positive she is. Like when the you hand know, is going that way, I'm like, oh, did he drop something? You know, the science of dropping something means Gravity it goes on to the go down yeah. floor. Uh-huh. No, that's Zareen's positivity. She's yeah. like, he must have dropped something. That's why his up. hand is in my hand. <laughs> and his and ring, which is on his finger, got stuck. <laughs> and he's singing my favorite song. Making it sound I so bad. crash the car now. What was that? I forgot. Oh, relationships. We didn't even... <laughs> but but uh, what is the definition? Honestly, I don't think Google any of says, us... No, I don't want Google. Google but have you been in, in one that you thought this was it? This is what I want like my relationships to be like? Mm, but the question is, what no, is a because romantic I am, relationship? Yeah. No, he, but romance, is it, it comes along with feeling... Uh, I, I actually connect... 100% with what you said I'm not ready to get married only because I haven't worked enough on myself yeah. um, the older generation will not understand that because and this is my opinion of course uh, because I've seen them talk to Bob I've heard them talk to me they are all about companionship Yeah. they don't want you to die alone that's one mm-hmm. and two they want you to have kids they don't care about your age whatever dude they call you old they call him old they don't give a shit they want trust me the day you get married you as well me as well they're gonna be like when are you gonna have kids I know. when i get married at whatever age i'm not gonna have kids immediately now naturally things happen i agree but dude i want to spend time with her and i want to uh, go on adventures with her i don't want it to be an issue and again gender role wise in this day and age women have to take care of the kids if my wife, partner, whatever, is willing to work, dude, I'll take care of the kids. Mm. <laughs> I don't care. And I won't let any external factors affect me. If someone says, oh, are you a man taking care of the kids? I'll be like, dude, ask my kid. <laughs> yeah. He's cool. Uh, she's cool. I don't care. It's cool. Uh, <laughs> as long as the kid is happy, 
I'm happy. I don't need to satisfy. Now, satisfying society is different from satisfying community. Aunties and uncles, they will Most never be pleased with. Which is okay. No, because no they never be. No, no, no okay, she's saying which is okay. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it doesn't matter because they will not do they they will help you, they lend a hand and all that stuff, but they will not take care of your mental stability because with everything that's happening dude with the kids leaving the house with people dying they all are like what will he do alone yeah and as soon as you get married what will they my do parents, alone no, my parents <laughs> that's my parents still think cycle. they they're at a point where they want to believe mm-hmm. that because i don't have a companion i'm alone mm-hmm. i'm like i'm not alone mm-hmm. okay technically i am alone but i don't feel lonely which is a really cool which thing, is what yeah. they're worried about yeah, yeah. do i feel lonely and with the amount of things that's happening like i'm working 20 hours out of the 24 hours mm. i sleep for 4 hours that's it so i don't feel lonely mm. at the end of the day i'm thinking to myself i haven't accomplished what i wanted to do mm. so it's the next day over to the next day so they don't understand that it's not that they don't understand that they don't believe that i don't feel lonely <laughs> And that's a nice way. And it's me. okay sometimes for people not to understand. Yeah. I think we have to be okay with it for us to grow. Like Cuz the cool. minute you s- when you does, wait when it when does it become that you see the three of us we want to do something. Mhm. But we could just keep saying that until we are 60, right? Matlab? Um I want to be the top comedian in yes. the Middle East. Yes. It'll take time, it'll take effort. There's no reason why I can't be married. I yeah, mean, of course. Uh, exactly. So, how long will such an excuse be reasonable? Uh, first of all, it shouldn't be an excuse. You But genuinely But that is the excuse. <laughs> no, you, I mean like oh. that is No, no, as in uh, excuse okay. might have the wrong connotation. What I mean is the okay. reason. Yeah. Like for me, it was honestly there was like from my hours, mm. I literally sleep, eat and drink work. Yeah. Right? So, it's only t- 2018 onwards that I'm like, okay. I'm good with even dating now. But that's like 10 years of your yeah. company running. <laughs> so that's a long time. Yeah, anyway, go well, on. Well, like, yeah. we're different, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I took time. Yeah. So it was only like recently that I said, "Hey, I got some not time. an issue. Mm. I can at least I want to know what other people think." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's going on in the world? What what is going on? Let's knock <laughs> what on. What are guys like? What are guys? Don't put their <laughs> hand in my hair. <laughs> you yeah. know, and other things. <laughs> But um it was it was interesting and then I realized that I've somehow I'm I'm from another time zone or yeah. twilight zone. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to relearn how to mm. date people or meet people mm. and it's been a process. So mm. it's it's interesting. I don't use it as an excuse. I've never used it as an excuse. Ah, okay, that I have to work. No. Like I don't have time. Like if I want to meet somebody or yeah. if I want to make time mm. for a friend like if they're having I will stop what it mm. needs to and I have priorities that I'll take care of it, you know? Yeah. So no, work is not something that I would use like as a shield. To, to not uh, date or not get married no. or whatever. It's always okay. going to be the other human being mm. that is going to define if I'm invested or not invested in mm. the relationship. Yeah. So if if they're willing to also be open and uh, genuinely want a proper relationship, yes. But if it's just because they have nothing to do at that hour mm. and they're calling, mm. then no. <laughs> Nobody's well, time pass, you know. Now, you know, <laughs> you know Zareen's view. <laughs> Single men out there. That's uh, I don't know why. I the said next that. time you think about putting your hand in her hair, <laughs> think about Steve. this. <laughs> no, 
I'm just joking. Uh, do you have any questions for us? Where do you see the podcast going next year? So we're yeah, let's talk about 2000. the next year, 2019. What do you want <laughs> it to be like? What do you want to happen? Where do you struggle? What do you want support in? Let's put it out there. Uh, so why this started, apart from my heavy consumption of podcasts, because I can't watch a lot of video and um, when it comes to my eyes, I rather play a game than watch YouTube videos because I've had people who keep saying, oh, you know, my updates are in for my YouTube subscriptions. I've subscribed to a bunch of stuff. I haven't watched anything. I don't watch movie. Re- I, I don't like getting an opinion from the Internet. Because I feel like it's garbage. Like most of it is just uh, bandwagon, like bandwagon theory. So I I don't like uh, reviews and you know even if it's bad, a movie is bad or a game is bad, just play it for like half an hour, whatever, and figure it out yourself. Make your decision yourself. Because I feel like on the internet, similar to the radio, a lot of it is just like uh, commercialized views. Justin Bieber is amazing. A forty-year-old man is telling you that on the radio. I don't like that. So um I, I I was so desperate that we uh, bought this and I was uh, listening to a lot of podcasts and unfortunately a chunk of them are not relatable to people in the Middle East or uh, brown people I can just easily quite easily say brown people um there are a bunch of podcasts that are out there produced by uh, Indian comics Pakistani comics uh, even expats over here even the expats over here who I'll get on the show eventually I didn't connect to them and um I I when I say brown people think I'm bringing up race I'm not it's just that no brown people are doing podcasts in the UAE there's no uh, you know when you say I'm a patan no one knows yeah <laughs> like no one knows what that entails like what does that mean yeah. when you say that when someone says Sri Lankan I've heard people say oh that's just like Indian and I'm like no no but that's their Perception. thing yeah so uh what i was trying to get at was we wanted i want to do something fun some something for people to listen to like a fake radio show so fake segments fake this fake that like just fun 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 but it takes a lot of time <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's work. it takes a lot of yeah yeah it it is it really is and currently i've i've spoken to the team as well like we have to finish like 15 episodes maybe 20 episodes and then i'm going to figure something out I've spoken to an oh wait let me stick topic by topic so how it came about was uh, I wanted fake shows and fake adverts and segments and things like that but we don't have the time and energy because there is no revenue stream so we do it uh, in our own free time and you know we our actually squeeze time out and uh, then it became sort of like a talk show um and now I've gotten <laughs> mixed reviews because I was like I want to talk to people who aren't known mm-hmm. but then that's not a good business model mm-hmm. <laughs> because you need people to push and not yeah. sell but you know make it more popular <clears throat> but the whole thing is radio and social media influencer channels or whatever they're just like promoting each other who are already on the top so i kind of got i i'm getting a mixed bag mm. uh i'm getting people who are nobodies and they know that because i'm like i want to talk to a no- why are you a nobody mm. example and they're like yeah abc One two three because I don't do this and I'm like I will help you. Not only now I don't know about the listeners or how many they are. That's fine, but I know this person exists. Like I know someone who's been unemployed for six months. An extra. Uh, I know someone who's unemployed for six months. He's c- confused as why he's unemployed. Okay. So I wanted to get an HR rep who I know, like mm. who works in HR, and I'm gonna get that guy down, and we're gonna have like a triangle. Uh, so th- things like that. Radio, zero value. zero knowledge 
traffic reports maybe which is you're pretty much already mm-hmm. stuck in traffic when you you know getting a traffic report banter between them is like sugar coated useless um i i don't know if i'm adding value here but something that you can listen to and gain some knowledge something and then of course the laughs which we i we should be spending more time doing <laughs> if not work this on it this turns serious yeah. <laughs> no but that, she's right no, because yeah. that's the important thing yeah. you can't keep doing this for free and uh, maybe a sponsor or two would help but <laughs> we do fake ads so it kind of is confusing sometimes but it's quite clear that it's fake mm-hmm. uh 2019 hopefully a listenership of 50 people who could contribute either financially or even uh, through business i don't mind because we have the ability to do voiceovers and sketch writing and music and everything on the show is produced uh, either by bub actually everything is produced by bub uh, mm-hmm. to your ears mm-hmm. and any segments or any people i bring on that's me mm-hmm. and the artwork is leilani and i every time i'm pushing for credit and i told bub as well since we're doing this i will pay at some point uh not what he deserves mm-hmm. but the whole point is this is sort of our portfolio yeah cuz when someone asks me can you actually host i send them this or mm. can you actually make a show mm. i send them this music he's the man uh, artwork she's the lady like it's so we're kind of just sort of sharpening our skills at home and again i love it when people share the episodes and it doesn't necessarily have to be great but it is motivating i've had people come up to me oh, someone told me um uh, who's this bub and i said dude my cousin uh, <laughs> like and he was like oh my god i met bub amazing <laughs> amazing because i was like all the music is bub and he's like oh i can't even believe that i've met bub dude like <laughs> who is this celebrity nitesh he'll he'll probably be listening at some point he's like oh like dude he was like shaking i was like jeez dude calm down uh the whole point was in 2019 hopefully i've spoken to a few sponsors and uh, if if i get honest feedback i would not change but i would uh, address feedback in this region people don't give you feedback they give you a thumbs up they give you a like when they can share <laughs> which is slightly like putting skin in the game when you share something it becomes your your vetting it you're watching for it dude you i can see the numbers it's borderline heartbreaking but then again i know that it's not up to them it's to me to deliver more or better and i'm sure in a year i'll have more people who don't know me who like me more than the people i know now who i've asked to like and share and subscribe and shit on us mm-hmm. tell us what's bad about it it's like three people mm-hmm. out of I, uh, 500 i was telling him the other day like whatever you said on this podcast someone who's listening in if they have any doubts if they have any questions towards what you're saying they should they should respond they should mm-hmm. ask yeah because we you could have said something i could have said something that's wrong yeah. question it mm-hmm. that's how the podcast gets bumped up correct you know uh, oh several people are talking about this certain thing in the yeah. podcast let's check um, it out from my experience when people start up it's never going to be people that are close to you that are going to vouch for you it is always going to be people who are passionate about the same topics and you're only going to reach them if your content gets better. Yeah. So concentrate on the content and the topics that are going to make people stop and take take a look at their own lives a little bit. It should be reflective. It shouldn't be something so irrelevant that they've never thought about. 
mm. but something that they've constantly thought about but never had the guts to talk about. And when you do that constantly enough, you'll have a tribe of your own. Yeah, and and that is who that's th- that's where it's going to go gonna forward. Happen, yeah. And the more the more listeners you have, the better chances of sponsors coming in. You know, because for sponsors it translates into how many people actually Listen. value yeah, what yeah. you're saying, you know? So th- these are all progress. It's just it's a process. It'll take time. And it only happens when you start paying attention to some of the podcasts that didn't do well. Hmm. It's never the ones that are doing well. You'll only learn from the ones that are not doing well. That's when you have the most learning. When you go like, okay, what went off here? Yeah, yep. I you was know? thinking of doing some videos for the for some of my music. Mm-hmm. So I always check out the first videos. Yeah. The first videos ever released by popular YouTubers. I right. Mean, if you scroll all the way down. Yeah. 10 years ago, they released this video, <laughs> which has like 100 views. Yeah. Compared to the millions that they have yeah. now. That's where you get the ideas from. Exactly. Because you see the change. You know? And you see how people have adapted. No yeah, one's yeah. anyone who is anything big or any brand. There's a constant movement towards change. They've yeah. constantly evolved. Companies that have died out are the ones that could not evolve. Kodak, for example, used to be huge once upon a time. The complete refusal to accept digital print killed them, literally. You know, every corner in Dubai used to have a Kodak shop. Every corner, like right if someone gave Mansoor me a landmark, video. yeah. <laughs> if someone gave me a landmark, come towards like the Kodak, I'd be like, Shh, "Dude, they're like it's twenty in that street." So, just you know, then that's not even too long ago. So it's just no, Kodak, to Kodak, Nokia. See what I'm saying? Um, Nokia well, is still going on. I mean, they're still nah, trying to adapt, the, d- restructure. Dude, Nokia was like the, the everybody the Google of phones. Yeah. <laughs> like at one point, they had like they used to release <laughs> twenty phones at a time. Do you remember yeah. that in the newspaper? You just like go from three three one zero all the way to eight eight zero zero. Oh yeah, it's like madness. Yeah, and now they're they're re-releasing the three three one zero as a semi-smartphone. It's so pathetic. <laughs> they're literally just sticking their hand out <laughs> saying, "Hey guys, we also have a phone, please." <laughs> Remember this guy? Wait, so used to Nokia, play Snake on the shit. Nokia is not Android or. Uh, is it their own operating system? Uh, no, they have one of the the. You know what? No, I'm so not basically gonna, I'm they not didn't quote. make the change to either. Yeah, like sometimes it's not even about making the change. It's just a being at the right time, you know, fast enough. Because we're at a day and age where everything is about quick service, mm. quick returns. So planning ahead of time. So you gotta like review other podcasters around yeah. the world. Yeah, you know who are doing well. And definitely learn, even if it's not relatable to, let's say, our community or the people that you're yeah. trying to reach. But they're reaching out to their communities and th- they have a reach. And just trying to gauge, you know, should I have a celebrity speaker coming in once a while just mm. to kind of boost up the posts? Mm. Um, or should I have other cultures coming in mm. to, s- to ask them what they think of expats? Yep. Are we just whining for no reason? Yeah, that's a good point. You never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you never know. You never know. Because uh, the Emiratis have a whole different v- viewpoint yep. of the expats. I know, I know a couple of... Have you heard of Abdullah Al-Kassab? Yeah. So, Abdullah, I'll definitely get Al- Abdullah Al-Kassab. I have a few friends. Because he's well, yeah. very... Uh, his uh, The pendulum swings both ways. He's not like... Uh, get him get him on board because they're, yeah, he's, he's they're relevant. Yeah. You're in a place no, where... Uh, they are relevant. But the question is, how many people want to talk about it? Because... It's a totally different thing when you're in front of a microphone. No, no, but you're you're correct. But Abdullah will. Okay. Abdullah, will. Abdullah already talks into a mic, dude, and yeah. he's not. He pulls no punches, irrespective of your race, I mean, including no, his own. Like he does not care. Any, That's perfect. We don't have any problems with 
so any just, kind of topics. Yeah, it's I just, would keep it. Yeah, diversify because you know? yeah. even daisies respect daisies who can talk to everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And if you if you kind of just kind of keep it subcontinent, then they kind of go. Oh, no, I don't want that. I don't want that. <laughs> uh, that's the beauty about Dubai, man. Yeah. If you're not uh, uh, talking to all nationalities, you're wasting your time. Yeah. yeah. You are shame. wasting your time. It's, and it's like uh, what we would if you get if you get all comedians on the show. Yeah. It's a comedy, uh, like whatever. It's Fifteen episodes show. in, and all you have are comedians. Yeah. So yeah. We ha- you have to make that change. We have to make the change. Got it. It it always helps. And what I mean, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> what's the worst that could happen if we think something is. Too controversial. If oh, controversy. If we think something is too controversial, we can always remove it. Yeah. Because we're doing the editing, right? Exactly. I mean, it's not going out live. Yeah. So not yet. Not not yet. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Zareen, I think we're done. Uh, Thank you. Here's your little bit to uh, any tags, any upcoming events, nope. anything you want people to jump on. We're oh, like blatantly promote myself. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Well, if you're struggling as an artist, as a comedian, as an entrepreneur, then definitely look us up at W2W events. That's it. We're on Insta. We're on Facebook. And I read all the messages. So what events are those? W2W events. W2W. Stands for woman to woman. Right. Woman (laughs) on woman. No, don't confuse. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. So the two is a digit. I'll yeah. put the I'll put the links in uh, uh-huh. in the in the description as well, so it's mm-hmm. fine. Um, okay, thank you. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed the show. Subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts or any other podcast app. Follow the Hangout with Rusty on Facebook. Like, comment, and share. See you next week.